Hi, and welcome to Salt of the Nine Circles podcast. I'm 9C Salt, and this is episode 2, Gaming Without Discs, Cloud Streaming. And tonight, in case you couldn't tell from the title, is all about cloud gaming. Now, in case you don't know what cloud gaming is, long story short, you're basically paying to stream your games. That's it. No real requirement to have a console, so to speak. You could probably, you can definitely do it on your computer. You just gotta find like a place that offers a service like that, and just download their program. The if you had to pay for a subscription, which you do, because at this point, it, I feel like it's been it's been made clear that cloud gaming is like Netflix type of subscription service. So you pay a sub and then you just get right into playing whatever you want through the cloud. All data you have on it, saved on the cloud. Now why am I talking about this when everybody else has already said what they wanted like months ago? Because I can. And the other reason that I felt like talking about it is because I still feel unimpressed with the idea at this moment. And I just want to get it out there. Um, it's nothing major. It's not like I'm tossing at you something crazy. Just some... Um, opinions you know <clears throat> and with opinions it comes with a reminder that these opinions are my own no one else's I don't represent many people aside from myself so let's get right to it by talking about why people love streaming services as a whole convenience that's an easy one to list off here and there just the convenience of having like a whole library of different things in in the palm of your hands and all you have to do is pay like at least fourteen dollars a month and then after that you don't really have to worry about much of anything as outside of like whatever changes they make to to the plan uh, your subscription plan to the entire website from the UI or whatever, or if they remove any of your any show or movie that you really really like, but now it's just gone for like a number of reasons. Sometimes um, they might remove it themselves, or whoever owns the actual movie or show decides to pull it off. Uh, examples, in case you know, again, use somehow don't know much about streaming services Netflix Disney Plus now and like all and even your favorite like channels have gone like in on it HBO Showtime uh, Cinemax okay I don't, I don't really know how many people out there really uh um I don't know how many people out there really uh care about Cinemax like that but yeah there's them there's stars a lot of your favorite like major primetime channels are in on it and it's a it's a big profitable business you know you make a lot of money consistently per month and everybody gets to watch whatever they want 
on it. And once you become big enough, like Netflix and Hulu, you can start adding in other content that's more original that they themselves own. Like Netflix original shows or Hulu originals. Insert name of network originals. And that same idea can be applied to gaming, which is the exact idea and theme of tonight. Cloud gaming, streaming games like their Netflix shows or movies. This isn't like the first time that this has happened. I vaguely remember back when I was younger that there was a service who was trying to do that. That isn't Gamefly. I just want to make it clear. It's definitely not Gamefly because Gamefly lets you rent a game, but they sent you the physical disc. At least at the time. I don't know what's going on with them right now. But I just want to make make it clear that that is definitely not what I'm thinking about. I tried looking it up, but I've, I've really forgotten their name. But this isn't the first time this happened, right? Because this, the, this, the specific service that I'm thinking about has done this. Was their selection that great? From from what I remember, the very best thing you can get from them were Batman Arkham Asylum. I think eventually Arkham City. Everything else was like indie games, but I can't tell you I can't tell you or promise you that they were any good. Uh, especially since I feel like the best of the indie games were like that Explosion Man game that they had. That era was pretty weird. But anyways, yeah. Th that wasn't the first time. Didn't last long at all. But they did their thing. But now I feel like the idea has come back. But this time it's being handled by a bigger company with better resources or better access to resources and yeah of course google stadia some of you will be saying just say google stadia next time if you're gonna if you're gonna be dramatic about it i'm kidding but but anyways yeah it came back again through google unveiling their stadia and you know a lot of people went crazy over it because they're trying to create, give us that same level of convenience as uh, as Netflix, but for gaming, you know. And they have a better promise of games from what they unveiled. A whole bunch of AAA stuff, of course. And it's a big promise. Because a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people who are involved in the gaming industry, or like anyone who can consi consistently give you gaming news have come out and talked about this some of them even gotten their hands on the stadia and as much as i guess i guess as people expect it to be good or, or work out well because i guess part of it it's part of expectation comes from google but people came out and said it sucks even before they come out and said it themselves, um, I guess a lot of people who saw 
like any demonstration saw that it was kind of lacking in a lot of like polish and some people would sit there and be like or, or at least like an opposing mindset of, of it being sucks of stadiums being like kind of lame would come out and say listen at the time the thing wasn't ready at all we still have some kinks to work out they're trying to turn gaming into a netflix type thing and it takes time all right that's cool wow i just realized it came out in november like officially kinda oof yikes that flew over my head i just looked it looked it up november 19 well i guess we all learned something new and that's actually kind of sad so anyways yeah it, it didn't work out it didn't work out it flopped and and that and from that i guess you can tell why i'm trying to relate streaming services to gaming and it's basically enough to like my one issue i'll always have with like the streaming service industry that I feel like you can like uh, apply to other like areas, which is like from here. Even though they didn't work out too well, there's no, there's nothing really stopping them to really from making a comeback and really, really bringing us something good this time around. And it relates to gaming because I'm like, I don't want to be overrun with choices. Of services right I don't want to be in a situation where there's like multiple things that's gonna be part of my life that I have to pay a subscription for to do anything now this would be more for more of a concern if I was talking about specifically like shows and movies because it's a lot easier to open up a streaming service for shows and movies i mean it kinda i i won't say it's easy now because netflix had and hulu had it locked down for like the longest and disney plus came in like a goliath because well it's disney all that disney money man walt disney has all that cash that it's pretty hard for them to not come in with some real strong presence and strength that's just not how it works but aside from that it's it's uh there's a bit of a saturation issue like competition is good but it also comes a, a time where you have to think to yourself like, sit down and think to yourself, like, damn, do I really want all this shit in my life? Should I, re do I really need to have all these different services in my life to get what I want? Because right now, for now, we still have our um, cable TV. And, of course, like, most people, I guess, nowadays, now that we're more technologically, I guess, not 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 advanced in the way I want to say like we're on some crazy shit, but we are like more 
technologically focused. And cable TV, even though they're trying their best to keep up, at, at this point, cable companies' biggest value comes from their internet and phone packages at this point. More internet than the phone, because some people... And I'm, this is mostly for, like, anyone who's, like, younger or lives on their own and don't really have much reason to own a, like, house phone. But the internet is a must. It's definitely a must, no matter where you are. Whether it's a house, at your job, and sooner or later, by the time they make the Wi-Fi better in public transportation, because some, some buses here in New York, they do have Wi-Fi. Not all of them, but some of the, like, I guess, newer model model buses have Wi-Fi, along with, like, little charging ports in some of the seats. Sooner or later, they're gonna get that locked down, and we're gonna have that locked down, and then we're gonna expect all public transportation to have some pretty good Wi-Fi. If they don't, then that's tough and sad. And kind of a deal breaker, but can't be helped. But here I am, feeling to myself, well, it is how I feel about all these different like service. How I feel about Netflix and Hulu, and them being doing their thing, and then kind of inspiring, inspiring a whole bunch of other services to come about to try and step up. The same thing will happen to, like, the gaming industry once, like, game streaming does its thing and becomes better, more reliable, more consistent, and maybe possibly a better alternative to, like, to, like, console gaming. PC gaming, I'm not gonna say anything about it yet. I can't say for sure they're gonna replace it because, well, you still need a PC to run a game, even though, uh, Stadia... And I guess whoever else you can, like, list off the top of your head would come in and say, you don't need a good-ass, like, super-optimized computer to play our games because it's through the cloud servers, which is nice, which is a plus, but still. Um, and it's already kind of starting a little bit through GeForce with their new service. I forgot its name. But they, they have their own that seems to be doing a lot better and stronger than Stadia at the start, which is cool. But again, uh, I'm just a little nervous about like how things are going to work out from like here on. Um, because I don't want to pay for like a streaming service to to play games. And even though that's not really an issue now, in the far future, I don't, I'm not really interested in that becoming, like, my reality. As much as I'm happy, and I am encouraging them to, to do better when the time comes, but I'm not too interested in, in making, like, streaming the new way to play games. Um, and to continue my point, I might as well just list down some of my issues why I don't like about, like, cloud gaming, um, because 
there's still a lot of issues to worry about. Some of them, I don't, I feel like are a bit unfair because it's still too early to really throw them under the bus for it. I feel like since this is becoming, it's not new, but it has like been reborn to have like a new, a new chance, a new second chance into becoming a thing. So, so nothing's perfect. But anyways, to move on to my point, um, one of the reasons why I don't really like streaming service for well, cloud gaming is, uh, let's see, some obvious points is just right now we still have latency problems with the lag and stuff. Some games just run shit, and by some, I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of them still run shit. Uh, I, I need to check if... I need to check if, like, they fixed anything on that issue at this moment. Um, but it's only been a few months since the Stadia came out. I don't know if the GeForce one has dropped yet. And I can't tell you about any other streaming service that exists because they're pretty much under the radar and are overshadowed by those two. So... I can't help you there, but the latency does seem to be a bit lackluster and not good, which is an issue because gaming values like stability in, in your connection. And since you're basically online all the time, you gotta be stable. And a lot of the game choices are em emphasizes online multiplayer. And people are gonna be pissed if they're on online and their and their connection is just as bad as someone who's playing on a normal console or PC, but they're playing on Wi-Fi or just have shitty internet. That's not that's not ideal at all. It'll never be ideal. And that's just how it is. And other thing is like. I guess it's like the most important part of my my issues with cloud streaming is that it's easy to have because there's no they're not taking up space. I know from Stadia all you have to do is download a program on your on your computer or if you don't really have a computer that can like really enjoy being on PC, I don't know where whatever reason you can always download the app onto your little Chromecast, and then after that, all, all you really need is like the Stadia controllers, and then you call it a day. But the pricing of like a streaming service is probably like the most annoying part because you have to keep up with like. Like, my point is, like, it's just pricey. I know it's pricey. There's no way around it. Oh, wait, they do have a console, don't they? It's under 29, which is fine. So, that kind of erases my point. But, there's still the pricing. Uh, yeah. There's still the pricing still the pricing for like the stadia I'm pr I'm pretty sure yeah there's the price of paying for the subscription of course lost my train of thought there but yeah even though the paying for it 
initially ain't that bad. $129 for like a Chrome Chromecast Ultra as it shows on the website and like and three months of Stadia I guess Pro what's the Stadia yeah Stadia Pro I guess is like their like higher tier subscription plan and a controller I guess it's not like the worst thing but there comes a question of like having a Chromecast there comes a question if the Chromecast Ultra is really worth it since it's not really like it doesn't even looks like the price is worth enough to pay for it but I guess it's like you're paying for both the controller and that so what do I know but then you still have to pay for a subscription to keep up with the cloud gaming portion the actual streaming per portion of like the service and from there it's like okay I have that, but now, now I have to worry about keeping up, keeping up with it months and months, or however much you're paying for like the year. And even though it's like, well, for some people with like pretty good income, that's great. Those of us who don't, it's kind of a, it's kind of kind of a waste, and you're paying probably the same amount for for um for i get i forgot the name of the specific cloud service they gave it outside of stadia but if the fact that you're paying like possibly i assume 60 dollars a year for stadia and if you own a console you're also paying 60 dollars for like ps plus or like xbox live that's kind of not worth it because i don't see what you're getting back from it at least when you pay a subscription with like PS Plus or Xbox Live, you get a lot out of it. Like PlayStation gives you free games every month. Sometimes it's a hit or miss thing, you know. Some months it's like, oh shit, hell yeah, fucking like two free games of the month is goddamn. Like like right now, it's like Bioshock Infinite. I forgot the name of the other game, but it's like the Bio Bioshock. What's it? Nah, I'm correcting myself, but it's the Bioshock like collection, which is a great thing to get. They like, get all three games of the series. I'm not sure if that includes DLC. I assume it does. But yeah, we have that. Other months it could be like, okay, here's Dishonored One, remastered. I, I'm pretty sure they have it re remastered on like current gen, but yeah, Dishonored One remastered and then. And that game is like, like God of War 3 remaster. Let's say yeah, the chances of that happening may not be too high, but it's something you can see happening at least. And with Xbox Live, it's really great because now they have the Xbox Game Pass, which works in tandem. In tandem, damn, my English is terrible. In tandem with your Xbox Live, so you're already paying online to to play multiplayer games and all that, and you're probably already getting getting free games from Xbox Live Gold, and then the Xbox Game Pass lets you play free games anyways, and it works through not just on Xbox but on PC too, as long as you have Windows 10 installed, and as much as some, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't really like Windows 10, at least they can say, hey, at least I get to play play what what whatever game I want here 
for for whatever game has like Game Pass like compatibility with them at this point Halo Reach being like the best one uh, or well the Master Chief Collection but you know Halo Reach I'm pretty sure a lot of people see that as like the pinnacle of Halo multiplayer still so but there you go boom but yeah we live in a subscription based world and that's like they got there comes a limit to these things um now alternatively what I, the reason I gave about like having this cloud gaming can be like refuted of course it's convenient and hey if you can wait to come back to it later if if the state survives long enough to do so it'll get better and possibly be a better alternative which is fine but I don't I don't think we're there yet at all not not even close and and part of that reason is is, is that it's hard to be stable with games on a through cloud services because you especially if you're trying to cloud like stream in an on online multiplayer game because you have to keep up with like server upkeep for your service and then you have to keep up with server upkeep for like the game i assume or keep up with it keep up with stability and they haven't done that too well at all that's why you barely you probably barely hear anyone talk about talk about like playing online on the stadia aside from like the initial reviews saying that it should and like those f rare few people that said it that it's great for whatever reason they have other than being shills who are probably google employees in in incognito but that's just me throwing throwing them under the bus and there's no other reason to like the game uh and my other other reason why i don't really like the idea of like cloud gaming at this moment is that right now it's a little bit redundant um because for one most people already have the games that's on the stadia and there's probably no real reason to like switch to the stadia compared to switching to like any other console uh especially if you're going from like console to compared to like go, switching from console to pc there's no point because at least there's an incentive right playing online on compete on pc it's free stadia it's free to the it's not really free because you're paying to play the game still per month and you might as well be paying an online subscription which you do on console but at least on console you have better stability with their servers or at least from what it looks like from what i remember it seems like that to me and at least with consoles you know you still have your single player games you still have other games that aren't online so you can play those and feel fine with it without, de without being dependent on like the cloud keeping everything safe with like google stadia that's probably like an annoying thing to deal with okay well your thing is over and you haven't re renewed it you're gonna have to wait until like you renew it to get access to like the save data again and at least with some games 
I, that's a non-issue. You just have to like, I guess, back up the system and then redownload somewhere else. And I guess with Stadia, you can't really do that since it's already already do, does so, but it's not as convenient as I thought. Not now. Now that I said that out loud, but you know, it's whatever. And yeah, that's basically all I have for it. Just so I mean, you can say that I'm being harsh on it because I haven't gotten a Stadia, and and admittedly, me, my opinions are coming from a person looking at it from like an outside view, not hands on. But I just feel like it's just one of those things that should have been held off for a little while longer until like they gotten the kinks out the kinks um it's a little of a it's a little of a vague thing to say considering i'm making it sound easy and i know how some people like to be like uppity about those things and i know some people are out there will be like well you never played on the stadia so like there's no point to your opinion and it's like fine but the problems are there in a way that you can see without playing and i feel like all the people who have played it and didn't like it only reinforced that maybe like google should spend a little bit more time like getting used to the technology like they can still hand out like maybe betas of the service so that they can have people try it out and see what's see what's going on you know follow the standard procedure that happens with betas but you know overall it's not looking too hot for them and now here we are but that's just me if you have your disagreements you can always like comment it somewhere i guess um i'm mostly just saying it based on like my observations and what what i'm observing and what how i feel about it in relation to like where whatever big picture i had got going on so uh take what i said with a grain of salt and i'll catch you all later next time oh and let me know if you like the idea of me continuing this podcast series with an intro and outro music or if you prefer just me going straight into it without without that okay bye for real peace